Hello, friends, and welcome to your Rainbow Reads podcast. Hello! My name is Holly. And I'm Susie. And we are here to talk to you today about LGBTQ plus novellas. Novellas. Novellas starring LGBTQ plus characters. Yes, and... For those of you who don't know, novellas are, are just like short novels. There's a page count or a word count, but I don't fucking know what it is. I guess I could have looked it up to prepare for this podcast a little bit better, you know but what? I didn't. You know what I find these days is that a lot of my reading is on a device anyway, like my iPad or even yeah. on, I read on my phone today. Uh, right, because so, you were stuck in jury duty. That sucks. <laughs> it's been a hell of a day, friends. But... Then I don't really know how, like how that translates to paper pages anyway. Sometimes she'll ask me like, "How far along in this book are you?" And I'm like, "I'm on page three hundred digitally." I don't right. know what that means. Well, I think it's about like novellas are generally like maybe two hundred to two fifty pages. I don't, I don't know. It doesn't matter anyway. They're short. They're not as long as novels. How about that? If the author classifies it as a novella, then I'll believe them. Yeah, and I'll also know that it's going to be. It's not going to take me as long. Which I'll tell you, this novellas are perfect to get you out of a reading slump. I love that. If you feel like, ugh, I just don't have the emotional fortitude to devote to a full-length novel, and sometimes we just don't. Novellas are great for that, and they kind of jumpstart you, like, especially ones that are series. If they're good, then you're like, you can crunch it down, and then, oh, I want to read the other one, so it'll kind of kickstart that if you're in a reading slump. And also, like you mentioned at the end of last year, if you're looking to reach your Goodreads goals or your own personal reading goals, yeah, that's a good way to get it done. I mean, I had set, last year I didn't set, I don't know, it's been a few years since I set any goals in Goodreads, but I was like, let me set a goal this year. I'm going to set, and I set for like one book a week, you know. I mean, that is very good. I'm going to attain just because of what we're doing here, but... This episode is novellas, and then our next episode we're going to record is graphic novels. Which are also a very good way to pad, not pad your reading goals, because reading is reading is reading. No, it is, and some Um, of these books are fantastic. Yes, and but it is good there. They are quicker, and it doesn't require as much, you know, devotion to of your time. Yeah. So if you don't have a lot of time. So I've I've um really accelerated on this goal here in the first 11 days of the year. I'm I know, like, me too. I'm like 3 or 4 ahead of my goal and I actually yeah, your goal is probably higher than mine. It not by too much. Yeah. I saw your thing. It wasn't too much. And we're not we're I'm specifically not saying my goal on this here podcast because I just want people to read books. Yeah, I don't care how many you read. No, it matters not to me. Some people can read a ton of books. I had a couple of months where I was not reading quite as much because just life happens. But then, you know, other months I had better months. I don't think we should compare anything. I basically just do mine and Goodreads, so I have a keep track of what I'm reading. Yeah, and that's kind of what my thought was, is that I'm entering all the books anyway, just so that I can, A, remember when we're talking about them, I can kind of access them easily and stuff. And why not go ahead and set a little goal? Yeah, I mean, it's good. And it's ni- it is nice to look back and see what you've done for yeah. the year. It keeps. I like how, really, it keeps it all clumped together for the year. 
feel like our podcast has accelerated my reading and hopefully it's accelerated the reading of some of the folks out there if, that's, yes. if that was something they wanted to do. So one of our novellas today that we're going to talk about is from this series called the Murderbot series. And, and it's called, the, the actual name of the book is All Systems Read by Martha Wells. Yeah. But the series is the Murderbot series. And obviously, by the title, the Murderbot is a robot. So the question of the day is, what's your favorite robot? Mm, my favorite robot. My favorite robot is called Gideon. Okay. On a show called The Legends of Tomorrow. Nice. And Gideon actually helps the ship run. They kind of they travel through space and time. And Gideon is always a wealth of information and also a little snarky. That's awesome. Gideon is a fun robot. I also think, correct me if I'm wrong, wasn't Buffy a robot at one point? Didn't yes, it? robot Buffy. She was hilarious. Yeah, that's. I'm going to give an honorable mention to Robot Buffy, because that, that was a cool robot. That was a really cool show. That one was good. Remember, and Spike was, like, crazy about her yeah. as the robot? It's hilarious. Yeah, that was a good one. That was one. a good show. So, my favorite robot is a tie. I have to shout out R2-D2. Oh, no. He's so cute. Oh, man. He's so cute. <laughs> I love cute things, Okay. <laughs> So I'm going to say that. But actually, if we're being totally honest, my favorite, favorite robot is Bender from Futurama. I love that show. Um, it actually has some depth to it that you didn't know. If the There's this one episode that will make you heave, sob, crying, H- horrible. If you know, you know. Bender is hilarious. And I love him. He's very snarky. Do you even know? I'm sitting here in stunned silence that you've ever seen that show. No, I don't. I actually haven't watched that show. You have never watched Futurama? I've watched it, but I didn't care for it. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> so here's the funny part that we've learned as a part of this venture together. Yeah. After all these many years, we're still learning things about each other live on the air for these I mean, your people. face was shocked, and I'm like, holy fuck, did I just say something wrong? Is Did I say something inappropriate or no. bad? But your face was literally... How do you not know? I, we watched this in real time. I did like, not know that. I loved it. I didn't watch it all, but when Ethan started back watching it again... You know, I kind of like to talk to him about it because I like to talk to him about things. Yeah, if you find something that he'll <laughs> talk about. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> let's do it. Hey, man, let's talk about Futurama. Ethan is a man of very, very few words. Yeah. Bless him. But yeah, he really, he um, fucking loves Futurama. So I tried to get in on that action and it reminded me about Bender. All right. I know. I like to say, hey, look, I like to keep things fresh and new here. I feel like I've been refreshed. <laughs> <laughs> I can still surprise you after these many years. I had a, a shocked face. You were. So, speaking of robots, All Systems Read by Martha Wells. I fucking love this book so much. I thought it was hilarious. It was exactly what I needed. It was my last book of 2022. I read it um, probably like New Year's Day, maybe the day after. Yeah. And... Thoroughly enjoyed it as well. This world that Martha has created is fantastic. 
it's so clever and creative. And the murder bot is just straight up funny. The murder bot's hilarious. What I like about the world, like we said, these are novellas, they're short. Right. There's not a whole lot of world building. They she does leave the reader to kind of fill in some gaps, like what right. is happening? What is happening? So that yes. was kind of fun too. That you don't you're not spending and I I like fantasy I've said this before so go ahead all you fantasy authors out there spend 800 pages building your worlds I'll read that too but it, it is kind of fun sometimes just to kind of develop the plot with the author and just be like okay I, I, see, a, I see where we're going yeah it was a little bit like you were dropped into this world oh, without <laughs> without a map but yeah, it was fun I also liked it because it it wasn't the world building wasn't so complex that you were like what the fuck is happening like I have no idea like every no I didn't feel lost she explained at all. as she went so yeah. you got, like kind of got it as you went but um I adore this main character and the murder bot is non-binary but they were so funny and very much did not like um anything but their shows and didn't particularly have a high opinion of humans which i thought was hilarious so good they very much do not care for many humans at all and their whole job is a security bot though and that's funny because they have to protect Protect humans humans that they have a lot of disdain for yes so this was a good it was very fast-paced i liked how quickly the story moved it you, if you had just read this little novella, it did finish, like, it wrapped it up. Oh, it wrapped it up. I mean, there was a tiny bit of, like, oh, okay, well, now, obviously, it's a series, so there is going to be more. But if you just never read this again, you would just be like, okay, cool. Like, yeah, that I mean, was a good tale. It was a good tale. Murderbot just wants to be left alone. Yeah. Murderbot it, just wants to do Murderbot's own thing. Yeah, it, which is watch a lot of a TV watch tv <laughs> i mean yeah instead just of, watch tv instead of doing all the things that they're supposed to be doing yeah they just watch shows in yes. their own head and there was also um some polyamory rep because several of the crew members had um multiple multiple partners, partners sapphic and, representation yes and i actually think maybe gay too i can't remember I think so. Yeah, it was just it was. There were there were several kind of blend polyamorous couples. Yes, um, and sometimes, quite honestly, some I a little bit had trouble keeping track of the I could, names. I did also have Somewhat, track of that, but you know, you could tell just that there was a lot of um, a lot of representation in. There. Yeah, it was great. So, what did you rate our dear Murderbot? I gave Murderbot. Four stars. I feel like Murderbot was a solid tale. It was a solid tale. And how many flags? Uh, I'm going to give Murderbot, what do you think, like three or four flags? Four yeah, I would four? say, I was going to say like three or four too, because it wasn't at all the plot of the story, but I will say this, and we've said it before, but it's a new year. I'll say it again. We're not just looking for books that only have you know, the main characters are LGBTQIA. We just want to see representation and it also become normalized that it's just part of the story. Yeah. There was nothing explicit in the story. It was kind of like a, you know, draw your own conclusion right, type situation, it, which is, is fine. Like yeah. And it's also sci-fi, but I really did like the polyamory representation. Oh, yeah. I thought that was good because there's not a lot out there, but it wasn't like overflowing, but it's fine. 
No, it's great. It was great. And I I gave it five stars because that's how I do. You, If you like a book, you give it five stars. <laughs> Period. <laughs> it's so true. That's not true all the time, but a lot of it's times It's mostly true. true. I, and, I, and, and I blew through it. It very much entertained me. It made me laugh. It was a perfect ending to 2022, which was a bitch. So I was like, bye-bye. Let's end on a good note. Yeah. That was very awesome. Yeah. So... Good on you, Martha Wells. We very much enjoyed Murderbot. Yeah, I enjoyed Murderbot. I would definitely read the second installment of the Murderbot Diaries. Oh, and bonus, friends, for those of you Kindle havers, oh. um, owners, havers, Jesus. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Words are hard. <laughs> for Kindle owners who have Kindle Unlimited, I'm pretty sure all of the Murderbot Diaries are on Kindle Unlimited. Okay. At least the first few. If you have Kindle Unlimited, go read this. It's well worth your time. You'll yep. like it. And even if you don't, just download it for your Kindle, and I think they're like three ninety nine or yeah. something. They're it's a well, solid plot. You'll it, enjoy it. It is go go now. So what is our next book that that you have for us? I think next we should talk about um, of loyalties and wreckage by our friend Lou Wilhelm. Loved this book. You really did. I did. I actually scourged in here and just finished it last night. Yeah. Nothing like waiting till the very last moment. But I, I guess it's not the last moment because I wasn't reading when you walked in my house. So No, you were done by the time I got here. Yeah, but I did finish this last night and I will say I did not expect to like this book. No offense, Lou. It's nothing against you, but you guys who listen know I'm not a huge fantasy lover. No. But, but this was... I, and I told you. You did tell me. You said I would like it, and I believed you, because anytime you say now, you're being very honest with me, and yeah. you're not trying to sell me anything anymore. I'm and not going to bullshit you, you. You might like this when you know I won't. There was... Mm, okay, no. Maybe I've been a little unreliable. No. I feel like I've been reliable. Lately. I feel like there was one or two books that you wanted me to read, but then you had to fess up that I will hate them. So you were like, no, don't read it because you will not like it. I do feel like there was one that. that I had. I've mentioned before my Pollyanna hiking disorder. Yeah, how I, that so I don't bad. remember how horrible things yes, are. Yes, that's true. And sometimes I think that might be true of like books and movies. My sister has shared that with me too that she'll think back on movies that we have watched when we were younger yes. and she'll sit with her ch- her children and watch yeah. them and she's like, holy shit, I didn't remember that was in there. You know, right. it's a little bit like that with a couple of books I've recommended to you recently. Yeah, it's okay. I think though I have to catch you right after you finish it for you to give me the real God, ain't like, that the truth. Like whether I'll like it or not. But you read this one a while ago. This was in November. And I'm surprised you remember one thing about it. I really like the book. <laughs> so I do remember. And that's all, you, that's all she knows. She I, liked it. I do remember a few things about it. I'm looking at the description in front of me, which is helping me out. <laughs> and also the fact that you recently read it and we had a little chit-chat about it has helped me out too. But I really do enjoy the characters. Look, I told y'all... The Hex Next Door was one of my favorite books of the year last year. Lou writes really great characters, and that is represented in this book as well. I think I may have liked this better than Hex. I'm surprised by that, but I'm not like really surprised by it because these are great characters too, and this was a really good book. I thought Hex Next Door was awesome, and I loved it. I gave it five stars. 
I fucking enjoyed the shit out of it, and I can't wait to see what happens. I am too. But very excited to this, see what happens. Um, seemed a teensy bit more fast paced. Yeah, you like that? Th- I do. I because I'm a thriller lover at heart. So yeah. this pacing was very good for me. And what was the real reason that you said that I would like this book? And I feel slightly called out, but I think it was true. You said that I would like it because it's was spicy. Okay. I, you know what? I had forgotten that. And I'm glad you brought it up. We interviewed Lou on our podcast. And if you didn't listen to that interview, go back and listen to it because it was good. <laughs> it but was good. Susie was giving Lou a little bit of a hard time on the interview about no, and Lou had mentioned that she hadn't ever written spice into a book. Yeah, she did though. But now there's some spice. No, this was spice. I mean, it wasn't like overly spicy, but it was no, definitely. No, it wasn't like no five chilies or anything. No, it was not five chilies. But, but it was. Lou, Lou. When I, Lou tiptoed into the spice, Lou warmed it up. Yeah. Lou turned the Lou turned the heat up a yeah. little bit. I and knew I, you would like that. I and knew I, it. I did like it. I was like, now this is what I'm talking about. This is what we we got the plot, and it is moving right along. It was chop chop chopping, and it also again didn't have like the world building was great because Lou is really really good at that. Oh, and her, this is not just by Lou. It is by okay. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Another Christus Christie. Yes. Sorry, Christus Christie. I did not want to. And I'm so happy that you remembered that. Yes, this was a. Uh, I didn't want to leave you out. Yeah, this was a team. A team effort. Yes. But, and also just to say too, this is, I love it when people like say a book is book zero of something. I'm like, but it can't be book zero, but this is book point five of a new series that I actually looked and checked is going to be released at the end of this year in October. So what the hell, Lou? Why would you send this to us? I love it. And what a way to kick off a new <laughs> series. And this is a great use of a novella. Yes. To give a little appetizer. Do you know a lot of people won't actually read books that are like the in-betweens or like that are not full novels? And I think that's so stupid because I actually love those books that either give you backstory this is or they move the story along just a I little bit. I love it. I can't see, wait to see where this next one is going to go. Yeah, this is a great, you know, this is uh, found family. Yes. There's found family in this book. There's a great bond of friendship. That is That was my favorite thing about it because um, Ander is the main character. Ander is a Ander hoot. and Mab. A hoot. And Ander is a bit, um, I don't want to slut shame, so I'm not going to, but Ander is the reason that there's some chili in the book. Um, likes to uh, indulge in all parts of his sexuality. And we love it. I love it. I'm here for it. I mean, I that's a, I love the, this whole part of this book, but I lo- what I loved was that there was a friendship between a guy and a girl, and the guy was, you know, very much a sexual being, and yet it they just, like, loved each other as friends. I'm like, that's so fucking awesome. I love that. I love the character of Mab. Mab definitely balances Ander. Yes. Great, great pairing. It was, and great I love a friendship pairing. Where yes. there's no tension. There's yes. no. It's just people can be friends, y'all. Um, don't wonderful. let Harry met Sally tell you any different. Yes, it's true. People can be friends. They can be friends. So that was awesome. I loved this book, and I cannot wait for the next one. What did you rate? Loyalties and wreckage. 
Loyalties and Wreckage gets four and a half shining stars four from me. Shining stars. Can you guess what I rated? You're going to give Loyalties and Wreckage <laughs> five gold stars. I am going to give it five gold stars. And deservedly so. Excuse yes. Me. And also because I can't wait to read the next one. And I'm going to need... For Lou to stop writing these kind of books that are like a year apart, so I'm chomping at the bit. I mean, what do you want? I want her to do. I want her to give me that book right now because I'm writing. I'm writing the high of like, well, damn it! Now what happens? All right, Lou. Well, if you need a if you need a, a reader, pass that on to Susie because she's on it. Also, let me add too. Um, while we are saying and saying this is a really good book, it was also much uh, grittier mm. and deep than I imagined that it would You're, be. There is thank def- you for pointing that out. Yeah, please check the trigger warnings yeah. on this one, especially. It's not all fun and games. No, no. It it like went from being. I mean, it covers some heavy topics. It does. You know, how people can be kind of um, gradually gaslit and how things can turn sour. So, yeah. Well, and it, I think it depicted abuse of yeah. especially, you know, where it's all love bombing and all of this, like, uh, over-the-top shows of affection, but also where the person is slowly dragging you know, the their partner away from people that they love and where you get blinded almost by the love and you can't see what's happening to you. It's like a frog in boiling water. Yes, girl. And I'm telling you, the depiction of this, it was h- hard to read in some places. So if you have any sort of like domestic violence or this was actually a little bit violent too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I mean, I didn't think it was overly so, no. but definitely check the trigger warnings and make sure that you look into this book before you read it and just make sure that it is for you. Yeah. It's it was a a solid story and very um well done as far as describing how relationships can turn sour and be careful out there kids. People aren't always what they seem. That is so true and make sure you take care of yourself. How many um do you even remember how many chili peppers to give it? I'm thinking I'm, I mean uh, it's a little hazy for me but I'm thinking like two or three. Yeah, three. I was going to say three. Okay, cool. Three. Yeah, good job. You remember it. Three. Good job. And how about pride flags? Five. It's pride definitely five. Flags. I mean, that yeah. And I also like it because it was not like, Andrew's sexuality wasn't a thing as far as an issue. Mm, yeah, I mean, it, we talked about Andrew's family and all the parties that Andrew threw, and, you know, it was never anything that seemed to be a um, problem, you know, like something that had to be discussed or anything yeah. like that. So, definitely an evolved society. It was an evolved society, and I loved it. So, five stars for me. Thank you, Lou. And um, get to get to writing. And also, friend. Christus Christy. Nice oh, to yes. meet you, Christus. And Christus, I'm sorry I've left you out. I don't know you, and I think that's why. But awesome job. We loved it, and we can't wait to read for more of you both. Yes. Part two. Yes. We will love to see it. Okay, so now our final book of novellas. All right, this final book... Is called, and this is actually by an author who uh, one of her books has been on my TBR list for like seven years. Long now Way or to an Angry Planet. Yeah, yeah. and I, I don't know why I haven't read it. Like I, I went ahead and and um, 
downloaded it again. I guess I had downloaded it at some point and then it had fallen off or something. I don't know. Anyway, Becky Chambers, and this is called A Psalm for the Wild Built. And I had no idea what to expect when we set out to read this book. It's a cute little cover. I'm, do you think the cover may get a couple of corgis? It's so I mean, it's like yes. a little path, and it has a little robot on it. And yeah, a and it has monk. a little T. So this story is a cozy fantasy, I would say. Um, not a little bit along the lines of, like, Legends and Lattes, which is, like, kind of a slice of life sort of thing. This was, too. But this hit me so hard in the feels. I don't even... I can't remember being as, like, moved by a book that was so meditative. It snuck up on you. It snuck up on me, and it wasn't like in the same way that the change moved me, which Mm -mm. I felt that was... This is so soft. It was soft. It's like a little gentle story. But it was speaking directly to me. Like, this book and its message was written right for me, and I was like, holy shit, this is so weird. That was what I was saying, too, because I read this on New Year's Eve... And it was the week that we had recorded the podcast when we were talking about resolutions and stuff like that. And you and I had had a, even off, like before we started recording, we had had a long discussion about it. And this book actually covered a lot of the things that we were talking to each other about. Yes. And I will say I read it the next day, I think, on New Year's Day. Yeah. And I had read it on the heel, like literally right after Murderbot. Yeah, we kind of flipped them because I read this first and then I read Murderbot and you you did. But I had, I mean, Murderbot, like we said earlier, is like super fast paced. It's just moving. It's hilarious. It's, you know. Action. Action packed. And then I started reading this and I literally texted Holly and I was like, what the fuck, man? She's like, does this pick up? Does this pick up? Because I'm like, it's. It was so slow, but it's because I'm not used to those sort of slower-paced books. And I will just say, no, actually, it doesn't pick up. But what you said was it's a glorious, like, meditative ride. And once I kind of shifted my perspective of, okay, this is a different sort of book. This is not, this is a book It was not like anything I'd ever read. It was fucking deep. I loved it so (laughs) so much. It took everything in me to resist, like going straight back to page one after I read the final page. Oh yeah, I mean, there's so much goodness in this book and um, joy, and just so gentle and like a warm blanket. Mm -hmm. It reminds me of that feeling that I get when I read T.J. Klune books. Yeah, like so warm and just. Like, this book is not a book that you are going to rush through. No. And on top of that, this book is a book that you need to take your time with. And you you need to be present for what it's trying, like, the message that it's trying to say. One of the main characters in the book is a non-binary individual. And they are a tea monk. And a lot of their job is focused around just brewing tea and like making a comfortable space for people to sit with their thoughts. Yes. And like how beautiful of a story and that that is the way that this book needs to be enjoyed is in that 
in that headspace. Yes. Well, they actually even said when the um, Mosscap was talking to Dex. So Mosscap is the robot. The robot. And in this world, like robots basically get sentience. Yes. And so, but then they decide to leave the um like the cities and stuff and they go live in the wild and you know people agree to this and so people haven't seen it hide nor hair of robots in i can't it's hundreds of years it says centuries yeah Yeah, so hundreds of years and then this moss cap the robot comes back just to check in with humanity which i fucking love i'm like it's the sweetest yeah but and encounters dex who's the yes. main character the t-monk the t-monk so dex just says everybody needed a cup of tea sometimes just an hour or two to sit and do something nice and then they could get back to whatever it was i'm actually tearing up right now it's at beautiful. this because it's like we don't do that we spend our whole days and especially i'm speaking to you mamas right now very loud and clear we do not take the time to do things that bring us joy and to bring us pleasure we constantly are in self-sacrifice and very much to the detriment of our own mental well-being our own physical well-being and it's just so ingrained in us yeah and one of my not resolutions because holly said i wasn't allowed that i don't understand what a goal is because i basically (laughs) set resolutions that i'm like change the entireness of your whole existence to be a whole different person that would be completely unhappy in (laughs) your setting yeah become a whole new person that's and i know some of my friends that know my resolutions every year ramen i'm talking to you because you know how many times we've talked about resolutions that i always make these incredibly difficult resolutions for myself and then i fail inevitably and um then i hate myself because i'm like i can't even do that but my goal was to just do more things that brought me joy hell yes and more things that bring me pleasure please and like that is really and of course i am trying to do things that are making me feel more healthy like i got i fell off the hiking wagon and I know that those are things that bring me joy and it's, I love it, but it's also healthy for my body. Yeah. So that's it. But that's not like, I'm not doing all these rigid things that are to make my own self miserable, which translates to, I hate the person that you are. So we should change everything, which is probably not healthy. No. But this book spoke so deeply to that and it was very timely it also addresses the thought that your job can make you happy. The monk has this thought that if they do their job in a certain way correctly, that that's going to be the source of satisfaction for their life. Right. And I think they were also talking a lot about your job or what you're doing in life as bringing you worthiness. Right. And Mosscap was talking about how that's just not so that you are worthy because you exist. Mere existence. When I tell you that that conversation between Dex and Mosscap literally gutted me. Yeah. I was like, I almost needed to put it down for a minute 
And I'm glad that I finished because I really wanted to talk about this. But the more we're sitting here talking about it, I want to go back right now and, and read, read it. it. That's and, what and, I was saying. And like, like, I go right back. What to the did beginning. I fucking miss? Like, yeah. this is honestly There's so much there. This is the first book in all the times that I've owned a Kindle that I've actually highlighted a any passages from a Kindle because I really wanted to be able to go back and read it and read it again because it spoke to me so deeply. I don't know, man. I don't know how at the very beginning of 2023, this, this may be a contender. It's a contender because for sure. I'm, I'm looking for a book that is going to move me. Yeah. And how in the hell this tiny little book. And it was so, also, it didn't. It didn't go very. I mean, it, no. This is. It didn't go very much. It's literally, if you picture Dex's sitting tea area yeah. for their tea yes. situation, the book is like sitting there and just looking at a tree and thinking. It is, and I. I honestly just think that it's wisdom in the form of a novella. Yeah, it's just wisdom that we all need to hear and things that we all need to hear as told in a beautiful story about a robot and a tea monk dex is a follower of a god called i think it's called alale i think it's the name of the god alale has a new disciple (laughs) i am now i've been looking for a god okay and i'm gonna follow alale now well the god of comfort and tea and happiness it's uh it's incredible i loved it it's i and i will say this though at the very beginning it is a little bit hard to like kind of figure out exactly what's going on don't worry about it just go with it yeah just stick with it if it's you worth just it. want a book that's going to speak to you yeah and you also need to be open to like receiving the message of yeah. this. I think I was already like primed. To- you were because we were had just talked about what goals are and getting the patriarchy out of your brain and not right. worrying so much about you know all this societal bullshit. If that is in any way speaking to you, friends, go read the book. Yes. Yeah, so I mean, it's no shocker. This was not just five stars for me. This was ten stars. <laughs> I. I can't even tell you how much I loved this book. And there is a sequel. I'm pretty sure it's a duology only. So it's yeah. the last and final book. And that is called A Prayer for the Crown Shy. Yeah, I'm super excited to read that. I, d- I want to read it, but then I don't. Because then I'm like, then it's going to be done. I'm going to reread this one first, probably. But yeah. I, I can see myself, and I don't reread books a whole lot, but I can see myself rereading this book. For one thing, it's short. You yes. know, it's not a lot of your time. So I can see myself rereading this book, you know, a couple times a year. Yeah, it was, it was definitely good. And so it was I, five stars for me, too. Oh, this is your, you gave it five stars? It's a five star, five starer. It is a five star. So everybody click in right now. I am calling it. This is going to be one of our top reads from the year. Psalm for in the Wild Bill. In January, we're already, we're already knocking down the door of the top ones far as flags go on this one i'm gonna say three or four again you know not super prominent but representation was there got a non-binary character and you know it is and zero zero chili peppers this is not about that and that's great 
Yeah. And I think that's all the ratings we give. That's all the ratings. We're, and we are given um, how many corgis for the cover? I'm given a solid, like, out of five? Yeah. Oh, I'm obsessed with that cover. I'm going to say five. Okay, so five corgis in a Christmas sweater. Yeah, but you I, you know what else I love about it? It's the same. The cover is the same way as the book. Like, you have to really look at it to see what you're looking at. Oh, it's so gentle. So winding. It's just a little winding road with little <laughs> friends on it. It is. It's just, like, I loved everything about it. Like, I loved how the, the robots got their names. Oh, adorable! Yeah, I mean, all of it's of, just like a lot of the a lot of the the characteristics of the plot. You got to read it to Lord have mercy. You got to read it. This book, Becky Chambers, you have done something to me with this book. Yeah, I'm gonna go read the and I, series too. I will read a, a prayer for the crown shy, and I'm but, also gonna read the long way to a small angry planet. Maybe we'll talk about that at some point. Even though that book is old as hell, I have it in my room, sitting there currently. Huh? And I still haven't read it. And I think that's set in space. Oh, yeah. It is set in space. Maybe all of Becky Chambers' books are set in space. Is that true? I don't know. We'll find out. Thank you so much, Becky Chambers. This was a fucking phenomenal go at novellas. Oh, yeah, for sure. We had... These are three very solid choices that I feel like really... Even if you don't like sci-fi, you're like, oh, you are talking about robots and planets and bullshit. Even if you don't like sci-fi, even if you don't like fantasy, I think anyone would really like these books. Yes, but I am going to tell you, too. Like, okay, if robots aren't your thing, cool, cool. Like, maybe Murderbot wouldn't be for them. But I'm telling every single person who can hear my voice that feels burned out, broke down, beat the fuck up by the patriarchy by capitalism and by just this society in general that is go 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 that is like your worthiness is tied to what you produce that go read a song for the wild belt just just do that and see how it makes you fucking feel. Yeah, sing it, Sister Susie. She, she's right on the money on that one. I just preached the whole word right there. You preached it, and I received it, and it's true. Yeah, so go read. We have All Systems Read, Of Loyalties and Wreckage, and, and A Psalm for the Wild And Bill. A Psalm for the Wild Bill. Go pick yourself up a novella, friends. And as always, we want you to pick that up at a local bookstore. But if you don't, and if you feel like you need to order it from Amazon, please use our affiliate links that are so kindly provided in the show notes and also on our website, yourrainbowreads.com. Please do that because Holly worked so hard on getting all of that together, and yes. I'm a slacker. Give us a couple of, uh, a, a, a dime in our cup <laughs> di- would be so nice. That would be so nice of you. And as always, dear friends, take care of yourselves. We appreciate your ratings and reviews. Go do that now, and we will see you next week. Yes, bye. Bye, guys.